yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to get back and train. I'm like, uh-huh. um, yeah, I talked about it last week. I've, I've got to that point where I, I, I was kind of, I wasn't enjoying not training, but I wasn't not enjoying it, if that makes sense. Um, whereas mm-hmm. now I know it's opening back up and we can get in. I'm kind of getting excited about it again. I'm looking forward to, to having a proper bar on my back again and like Aye. just doing some rowing or getting on the puke bike or whatever else. Welcome to Gains and Pains with Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a ton of coffee, where we get together each week to talk health, fitness and some absolute nonsense. Hiya. Hey mate. I was doing this like we've been talking for like 20 hey. minutes before we start. Hiya. Uh, we're you back. Are. It's an episode... In the fifties, somewhere eight, nine, fifty-nine, fifty-nine, fifty-nine. Cool. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, pardon me. Like, That'll be that delicious that chocolate box. cake coming back up there. <laughs> As we were just discussing there, I'm just embracing my last week of being able to eat nice things, happy things that make me smile before Monday hits. Monday's going to be like. A Brilliant. ton of bricks in many respects. Properly first week back in schools <laughs> since February. It'll be, it'll be a ton of bricks set on fire. <laughs> it's like I don't honestly I don't think I'm mentally or physically prepared for what's going to happen next week. Like first first full week back in school since February. And um first proper gym session since probably roughly the same time. Same time I came oh, before you subbed. Christ on a bike. Jesus. I'm, 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 I've got this, the genuine fear already, man. Honestly, as the, as we discussed in, the, in what's happened the other day, man, like the fear is real at this point. And like I, I said, I thought, I, wee, I thought I'd try and jump in and get a wee head start just so I could get slight bragging rights of not being as crippled <laughs> next week. And I thought, oh, I'll do my first squat session since pretty much like June or something. Mm-hmm. And. I went mega mega light as we spoke about in the last couple of episodes about take your take your one rep max. Yep. Take your seventy percent of that and then take seventy percent of that. Well I went roughly about thirty percent of my one rep max. Gonna <laughs> be set of fifteen. Can you feel it? Yep. Went over. Thought I'm gonna super I'm just gonna just do a wee circuit of kind of push pull horizontal vertical sort of like Planning to do back, planning to do back squats, <laughs> shoulder press, chin ups, dips, bent over rows. So just kind of work all the kind of main muscle groups and just different angles. Yeah. And I went over and I picked up the bar, do some shoulder press, and I think I got to about rep ten, and I've just tensed up my legs and I've ready to drive them to the shoulder press, and my legs just went <laughs> ramped up. Nope. That yeah. was Monday. Still having to really eased off since. <laughs> You having to do that whole like holding on to sit down thing? Huh? You go for the shit. Bear. I don't know how I'm, but Bear jumped up in the bed this morning about four a.m. and dug both his elbows into both of my quads. <sighs> and you know the cartoon where you see it's like the roadrunner and all that, and he lays a rake out and he stands on it. <laughs> I was like a rake. I went bolt upright. And I'm like, ah, 
<laughs> Do dogs have elbows? Yeah. I think when they're lying down. Yeah. yeah. Believe me, they're bony wee fuckers. I've never really thought about that as being a dog's elbow. Oh well. That's a weird what one. What do you call it? I don't know. It's just its leg. Because elbow suggests to me arms, doesn't it? But then you don't think of a dog having arms. Surely it would be knees, if anything. But dogs get a hip. I know. That that that, that takes you just into that whole idea of if a dog wore trousers, where would they be? Would they be like round the middle of its waist, only covering its back legs, or would it cover both legs along like horizontally along its body? No, middle one of the back legs could the front two legs you use that for holding their food. Right, so that would suggest their arms then, not legs. Which ties into the elbow chat. But you never See? really think about dogs having arms, just four legs. <laughs> so then they would need trousers on all four. Man! Oh! Mind blown. I, <laughs> I mean, Kirsty said this morning, you need to get back to work properly. <laughs> you need to get back to actually socialising with people. Oh, man. This is stuff, like, stuff I'm going really. to baffle my pupils with next week. They don't know what's going to hit them. It's just me sitting pontificating and if a dog wore trousers, where would they wear them? <laughs> just going to get escorted from the building. Like, nah, you can't come back here anymore, mate. Uh, You've lost it. <sighs> the next school teacher crack. <laughs> you can't say crack and school teacher in the same sentence. You'll get sacked. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about school anyway. That upsets me. Move on. You guys are getting run ragged. <sighs> I mean, I'm... Uh, yeah, I don't... I'm not even getting it. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't profess any great like moans about it because I'm not in the classroom. Do you know what I mean? Classroom teachers are getting fucked. We're just, from an instructor's point of view, just a kind of forgotten entity. Do you know what I mean? It's been this whole like <laughs> you're like the non-essential workers that can hundred percent still told. Oh, you've got an office job. You can work from home. Uh, we'll forget about you. Ah, it's, it's just. Uh, it's really boring and I don't really want to talk about it but the whole po- the whole issue we had was there was no national guidance when it came to like instructors or visiting any kind of Perry stuff do you know what I mean it was just like ah oh, yeah we kind of forgot about you council local authorities <laughs> do what you like with them right so everyone's done it totally differently so nobody has a fucking clue what's happening is <laughs> the is the long and short of it um, I was I was playing golf with some of my mates the other night and one of them's an instructor in uh, Western Bartonshire. He still doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he still doesn't know if he's in school or out of school or what. I now know what I'm doing. I'm not thrilled about it, but um, it's not what we'd planned to do. It's not what was on the agenda for doing like less than a week ago. But again, these... Ugh, I'm just bored. I'm bored of it. I'm bored of talking about it. I'm bored of fucking thinking about it, right? I just I can't be bothered anymore I'm just going to go in and just uh, someone very close to me came came home last night (laughs) and spoke about the issues in mm, their sector subtle (laughs) what's it there just some just uh, in case someone does listen to this and works for a certain local authority (laughs) (laughs) and they're complaining that they've got no staff yeah and the senior management and the council was like, well, no, you do have stuff. It's all been worked out properly. Are you sure you're not just allocating it correctly? It transpires. 
that they said that they should only be taking in 33% of 40 pupils. Right. So 12, 13 pupils, that's all, that's all we should be having in in a day. And all that. That's not right. And all that. No, that's what you should be doing. So it turns out this head boss has planned a whole staffing strategy on 33% of 40. <laughs> but she forgets. She never told anybody that. The guidance that she had originally put out two weeks prior mm-hmm. was that they were to take in 33% of 80. <laughs> that's not the same number. It's not. Mm. The only thing that's the same is 33. <laughs> yeah. <Arcasists>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's And she's like, I never said that. Like, you emailed that out to everybody. And now they're totally shafted. So that the moment somebody goes off sick, they're understaffed. Aye. It's all a bit of a shambles, man, just across the board. Um, Fee was sitting last night on the kind of Facebook group thing for Lucy's Primary School, and it's just... The, the, the school said from day one, right, we want to try and keep the kids outdoors as much as we can, whether that's at PE or breaks, lunches, regardless of the weather, yeah. we want them outside, right, Just because otherwise they're just going to be sitting at their desk all fucking day, which is no use to anyone. The kids will go mental... Yeah. And it's, just, it's not great. It's not healthy, do you know what I mean? So, like, make sure your kids have waterproof clothing at all times, regardless of the weather, because they'll be outdoors, right? So, obviously, the past few days, it's been absolutely horsing it down. So, these parents are on last night going, this is utterly outrageous. It's shocking. My little Johnny came home from school soaked yesterday. I mean, he's going to end... Never mind COVID, he's going to end up with pneumonia. It's like, well, what was he wearing yeah. to school? Did he have all his waterproofs on? Was he appropriately dressed? Or are you just being a fud? It's like, kids don't care. If you're out in the rain, they're going to get wet. It's fun. I used to run about in the pissing rain and jump in puddles all the time. Billy Connolly said years and years ago, there's no such thing as the wrong type of weather or bad weather. It's just the wrong type of clothing. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? The school are making it really clear what they they expect. If you send your kid to school with like a wee summer jacket or something and they're not prepared for it, then that's your fault. If your kid comes home after being utterly soaked, jumping in puddles... That's down to the kid. <laughs> do you know what I mean? If they want to do that and then sit soaking wet, then fine. It's not going to kill them. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, just people just don't have any sense of priorities. I'm just ranting again. I said I wasn't going to do it, and I hate it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about how delicious that about... chocolate cake was. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you never gave me any. I know. Sorry, mate. Dick. Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, no more cake as of Monday though. Gonna be healthy. <laughs> healthy. <laughs> Mm. Really, we're, we're talking about the fitness industry, aren't we? Because that's really what this podcast is meant to be about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it was at one point, one episode. It was back in, it was back in like episode three when we spoke about like, fat loss. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been helping a mate out, uh, my business plan, because he's getting made redundant. And As a lot of people will be. Yes. The shitstorm is still to happen, mm-hmm. which I'm going to kind of go into this in a few minutes. And so he's basically, he's been wanting to become, he's done loads of training for years. A good friend of mine, he wants to set up his own kind of PT business. So I've been kind of, I've been in the last kind of week or so doing his business plan room and helping mm-hmm. him out. Um, and that's all cool, <clears throat> doing it. And he's like, how, how do you think it will go and stuff? And we've been talking about the kind of trends in the fitness industry. And with the gym's opening back up in Scotland next week. Yep. What was the, in, for if we take Glasgow Club as an example, 
their main money maker was a membership for classes. Right, okay, yep. Now, due to limitations on numbers, class sizes are dramatically reduced. Yeah, they will be. And you can't have back-to-back classes. Now, it used to be you could do it, you'd have a spin class, 6pm till 7pm, 7pm to 8pm. Yeah. They've so now got the adequate time in between for getting all the kit cleaned, cleaned and, and stuff, all that yeah. out and ventilation. And so, if you take, say, they've got 10,000 members and they want, and you've got out of those 10,000 members, 7,000 of them do classes. Yeah. All of a sudden now, Easily, I think class numbers are going to be easily halved. So you're now down to three and a half thousand. Mm-hmm. Out of those three and a half thousand, you've now got everybody trying to book onto those classes. And the reduced timetable is going to be even less opportunities for them. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to happen is this is this is my prediction on the fitness industry is that classes will start to struggle over the next six months where people mainly get frustrated that they can't book on. Yeah. They'll be paying a monthly membership fee for class access and hardly getting access to and actually hardly being able to book on any of them. Do you think that'll have an impact then on people's memberships though? Like, do you think people will actively cancel their memberships? Because yeah. you know what it's like with gym memberships, you know what I mean? Half these places are in business because people sign up, smash it for a few right. months and then sack it, but never really get around to like cancelling the membership. The people that I think the people that have the memberships and mainly use it just primarily for classes, let's say 80 to 90% of their usage is for classes. Right. I think they'll get pissed off and they'll go and look elsewhere. Right, okay. I think we're going to see a huge shift, people jumping about for set-up to set-up. Surely it's not going to be any better anywhere else, though. If class numbers are limited no. one place, they're going to be limited everywhere else. I'm not, aye. All you've got to hope is that somewhere, you get in touch with somewhere that's like in a small-style box gym, like, like, like just train. <laughs> <laughs> Clang! <laughs> where where you can, where you know there is going to be limited numbers that yeah. you can, but it's still going to be a small enough setup that you know there's going to be space for you, and you're not then competing with say three thousand other folk for this for a class of fifteen. Yeah, so I mean, from that point of view, surely if you're starting up, and we'll go on to talk about this in a minute, like, well, right, okay, let's let's see just now. Then, do you think there's going to be a huge increase in people? looking to become PTs now in the situation of you might have a people a lot of people getting laid off from their real job quote unquote who spend a lot of time in the gym and love training do you think they're like your pal is going to then look to say all right do you know what I really enjoy this maybe I can go into the PT thing so if you tie that together with if you're thinking about a lot of people not being able to do the class thing and a lot of people obviously limited numbers and normal gyms do you think there'll be an upsurge in PTs then and yep. smaller gym based uh, activity uh, my overview of what I think is going to happen is that classes will classes numbers will drop memberships will drop from based on classes right you'll then get people that are going to get made redundant and spend the whole lockdown doing training stuff and thought, oh maybe I will become a PT yep and they'll do it, and I still think there'll be a surge of people qualifying to be a PT. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of how the industry is going to shape, I think that online training will continue to do well mm-hmm. for a couple of reasons. One being that there's still going to be people that will be working from home for the, for, for, for the foreseeable future, just for the fact like 
Um, Laura's been told she'll probably not be back in the back in her office this year. Oh, really? Now she can still make it over to the gym, but there's going to be people in Laura's position that might work, might live in Ayrshire. Yeah. But they were they were driving up to Glasgow, and their membership was in Glasgow for their office. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they might. So they might. That I think there's going to be loads of chopping and changing. I think what will happen is you'll get people sticking with online coaching because they seem to think, well, I can work out from home and it's worked well. They'll keep going with that. I think the people, there'll be a, a percentage of people, or I don't know what number, it would just be a guess, but the people that, say, for example, get pissed off with their lack of classes or lack of being able to book into a class, they'll drop away. They'll put some weight, get unfit, they'll miss it. But rather than going back to try and get into a class because they know they can't, I think what they'll do is they'll want somebody, they still like the coaching aspect of somebody telling them what to do. So mm-hmm. I think actual PTs might benefit from this. Right, okay. I know I know. my phone has been been really busy. I have people that I've not spoken to in five, six years get back in touch. Oh, really? Oh, happy days. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, for me, that's been brilliant. How long is it going to last? I don't know. Uh, oh, is it going to be a bit of a, a January syndrome? Yeah, I think it's going to. It's almost going to be like a January syndrome, but I think there's almost going to be a, a shift in people's mentalities of, do you know what, health is actually really important. It's not just a case I got fat and pissed all over the week at the week or week or two I had off at Christmas. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. health is actually more important on a much grander scale. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think gym memberships in general for the big commercial chains, is going to drop. Yeah, I can I can see that, certainly. Because there's a lot of people that get the kind of fear and anxiety about going back. Mm-hmm. Me? <laughs> I don't mean just for the pain side, but from the kind of, yeah. from the kind of hygiene, kind of coronavirus side, there's yeah. kind of, oh, I don't know. And, and then again, you're going to have limited numbers, limited amount of people in at a time to use the equipment. So you take your peak time where gyms are bouncing. They're going to struggle. Yeah. People will get pissed off. And I know I've had about three or four guys all get in touch going, is your gym really busy and stuff like that? No, it's pretty quiet. We know we keep it, we keep the numbers low and stuff. They can get in train. There's never there's never anybody in going, oh, I was in here for three hours and I couldn't get on that bit of kit. Ah, you're never having to wait around for stuff. We don't have that issue. Everybody's, everybody's cool. Yeah. So, apart from Brian. Well, um, <laughs> So I think... There'll be a drop off in memberships like that. And I think the likes of small box gyms like myself, like even some of the CrossFit gyms, mm-hmm. I think they'll benefit. So I think the kind of more privately owned gyms will see a boost. Right. Oh, that's, I mean, good news for you. Do you know what I mean? If you can capitalize right. on that and get some good out of it, then that can only be a good thing. Duncan right. Bannatine can just go and cry himself to sleep in his massive mansion. Right. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think there has to be a big a big rethink, doesn't there? <laughs> Excuse me, choking to death here. I think as well what will happen is that like, a couple of kind of business guys that I speak to that pretty much always seem to call it right with the market in terms of just the economy and everything. They always seem to call it a year or two in advance. Yeah. And a lot of businesses, when how the furlough payments drop at 60%. Yeah. I think from that perspective, 
a lot of businesses. If you want to lay off a member of staff or make them redundant, now's a great time to do it. Oh, absolutely. Well, fees work had the call last week. They had the the consultation meeting last week about restructuring again, quote unquote. Restructuring, um, so people will will get the heave. Thankfully, fingers crossed. Not fee because she's fairly vital to the running of that place. Like, but um, yeah, I, I think everywhere is going to be having that kind of conversation, isn't it? Aye. So a lot of businesses like that. And what these guys are kind of predicting is that in the next six to 12 months, any business that any business that comes out this pandemic just now in terms of can reopen in September mm-hmm. have done well. But what you'll see is a massive shift in the next 12 to 18 months of restructuring. Yeah. And what will happen will be redundancy. I mean, there's already <laughs> a couple of girls that I train have already been told that um, they're basically they're getting made redundant now. Yep. So... Well, we might have a boost of PT of people doing the private or doing personal training in the next, say, six months. Mm-hmm. In the next six to, six to 18 months, what you'll probably find is the PT will end up again from the people that have been laid off. Yeah. Because the first thing, if, you, if you've just been made redundant, <laughs> you're not, <laughs> you've got a choice of, will I continue to pay for my two PT sessions a week or will I pay my mortgage? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> so... I think we'll see a shift in that and then that's when I think kind of general gym membership will take a wee spike up again or the kind of home training and online yeah. coaching will take a wee so you're going to see a couple of, I think the fitness industry is going to shift between them all pretty I think like every three to six months there's going to be a jump from PT I think they'll go from classes leave that shift into more PT and online coaching then when people get redundant, it will shift more into just general home workouts. Yeah. Maybe doing a, we'll do a kind of subscription system where they're not actually getting online coaching, but they can just subscribe to a monthly training plan, right? Okay. Which is not a kind of generic one. So yeah. you could do one where if I'm like the training plans I do for all my guys, they're unique to them. So you may get seventy kilo back squat, Brian might get 57, 57 and a half kilo back squat. Only because he's a fairy. He needs to be doing the same as us. Or you then just get the generic one where it says, right, you're going to do a huge workout today, back squat, shoulder press, deadlift, bench press. You're going yep. to do three sets of 15 um, at, say, 40, 50% of your one rate max. And it just, you almost leave it for them to work out, right? So you're taking out the kind of the coaching side and you're just leaving the programming aspect. Yeah. Or yeah. like base level programming. So I think that's going to, the kind of general subscription, kind of like your Steph Sandro workout stuff. Mm-hmm. People, People will take up that. That will take a wee jump as well. And then when they, you'll probably find after the PT industry dips and they get a new job, it will kind of ramp back up again. Aye. And then hopefully in about 18 months' time, if coronavirus decides to do one and bugger off, <laughs> and gyms can open up their classes again, that they're going to be booming. Yeah. Aye, because everyone will be desperate to get back by that point. But what I think is funny is I'm, a, I'm, I'm in a few different groups in Facebook for, fit, for group, group fitness instructors. Yeah. And they've been sitting about doing hee-haw since March. Really? Frighteningly, most of them, I usually say about 95% have been sitting waiting going, I can't wait for my spin classes to start back so I can make some money. And you're going, yeah, oh, you, you, you're really not looking ahead at the bigger picture here. No. I mean, if you're charging per person, you're... You've, you've basically just lost half your wage now yeah. and take another half off that for the people that get pissed off and decide to leave. 
I could be massively <clears throat> naive here, and usually I'm about these sort of things, but surely that's that wouldn't be their only way to make money is doing doing a spin class. Surely they would do other kind of PT work or whatever else, or have a, a again, quote unquote, real job. Surely you can't just do a spin class. A to, lot of to, them for a job. A lot of them, ninety eighty to ninety percent of their income is teaching group fitness. Right. But then, if once this all happens, surely like their their first thought should be right. How can I take this online or or, or whatever? You don't just go. All right, I'll just sit out. I'll wait and see what happens. I mean, one of the things I'd put in the business plan for my powers about like um, diversification, unification. <clears throat> so don't try and be. Don't try and run five different types of jobs or five different businesses. Mm-hmm. If you're going to run like a boot camp, personal training, online coaching. You've got three different revenue streams, but it's all coming into a training business. So it's, yeah. I mean, so it means that when the weather's crap, the boot camp numbers will dip in winter, and they'll pick up and pick up in the summer. But yep. your PT in the winter should pick up, and your book, and your PT might dip in the summer from folk going holiday and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you can then use when one is going well, you can push on that when the other one suffers a little bit. Yeah. An easy way. What, Laura was talking last night how she misses a spin class and she's talking maybe about converting a loft and getting a spin bike and stuff and I'm going, mm-hmm. genius, brilliant idea because there's a couple of spin structures. There's a couple down in, I think it's West Cobride have actually sacked their whole spin studio, sold their 20 bikes that they had and they had bought in for their spin studio. Right. Sold it to their clients and said, right, guys, all these in the... All of these in the, bought the bikes, they're in the house, subscribe to a Zoom call, boom, done. Right, okay. And like that. We can be, you've got a safe environment now. Yep. You've got your own bike that you don't need to share with anybody else. Yeah. So the hygiene that's in your house. Yep. You don't need to worry about traveling time. So you're now saving money on your fuel. Mm-hmm. You're now saving time. And it's more efficient, especially for those working at home. Plus, we're going to provide you with the training plans that will supplement your classes that you do maybe three times a week. Yeah. Genius. Really, really simple. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. The, the the danger you have there then is what happens <clears throat> if a lot of these people that then bought the bikes decide to follow down the line like six months or whatever. Ah, do you know what? I've not got time for this. I can't be asked with it anymore. But they've got your bike, but don't use it anymore. How would you then, how would you replace that person if you're doing it all online? I'm just thinking in terms of like specific things like that where you need the equipment yeah. at home. I mean, oh, it might, remember the Peloton advert? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's basically that. So I suppose that's just an online spin thing, isn't it? It's online spin, basically. So it's um, you've got the seven billion people on the planet. So you, you take even if you then take one billion off that for, for children that don't have their phones yet hmm. and elderly, you've got another six billion people as your <laughs> potential target market if yeah. you're really at the extreme level. Aye, and I suppose uh, if you're online, you're not relying on just it being local people all the time. You can do it. Aye. Anyone can do it from wherever, I suppose. Yeah. If you've got that scope, so long as you've got people in your time zone that yeah. can train. And an interesting point that a lot of people don't view is that they go, oh, my only time zone is 7pm at night here. Aye, but you might have a target market over in China for it's 7am over there. Yeah. And you want to do an early morning market, so you can target market, you can, Target the market for people wanting an early workout, yeah. and say Australia or Asia, 
where people want an evening workout, so you hit them both at the same time. Yeah, and that this is where it, it does pay to be like really tech savvy and social media yeah. savvy. This is where these kind of people will absolutely be streets ahead of someone who maybe knows more about the the technical side of actually coaching and stuff like that but maybe isn't it quite yeah. so onto the social media if people talk a good game and they know how to work Facebook and Instagram really well that's when yeah. they're going to clean up now the tech savvy folk are the ones that will clean up initially and what will happen is they'll just wipe the floor with everybody else right I mean I've seen it with PTs the guys that really know how to put on a good sales pitch and market themselves geniuses yeah. right but they get found out further down the line mm-hmm. And then eventually what happens is the kind of real coaches in the background slowly, slowly catch up with the kind of tech market. Yeah. And then they finally get themselves out there and they pick up down the line. But Aye. I mean, it, it must be tough, man, we... because people are, are so... They just want that, that instant gratification all the time. It's difficult to to really lay down that solid foundation. It does take time to do that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. you're going to need to plan that that sounds a total fucking wanky business chat that three year plan five year plan and all the rest of it huh? yeah, I think if you're trying to really grow a, a proper business then you need to do that you need to think long term um, mm-hmm. instead of these sort of folk who will go out and absolutely smash loads of numbers and loads of clients for six months but then fuck it up because they don't really know what they're doing it's finding that balance right. isn't it it's one of the reasons that the location of the house myself and Kirsty picked because it ties into what I'm seeing as a three, five and ten year plan. It's kind of further down the line that I can see <clears throat> if things go peak tong with the gym industry in terms of, I think my lease is up in three years. Right. So I don't know what the situation will be. I don't know. Because you don't know what your membership, your client base will be. Yeah. Because a lot of the guys that work in Hillington, we don't know what their businesses will be. Will they be working from home? Mm-hmm. Um, but Michael Kenny, one of the members from the gym, he he's going to be working from home, right? So if the if his company then turn around and say, look, do you know what? Because it can have some health implications in your age, we're going to keep you working from home yeah. for the foreseeable future. He's not going to pay for a gym membership of when he lives up in Bishop Briggs. Yeah, he's not going to pay for that to then drive to Hillington. And his, his time for training was his lunch break, so he wouldn't have time to drive from Bishop Briggs to Hillington, do a workout and get back. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So just taking that, that's what I'm viewing as a potential risk for the gym. But on an even kind of more serious scale, that's just one member. But if we look at the likes of Hillington and Park Industrial Estate, they could get that unit next door to me is lying empty. And that's yeah. a massive, massive unit. You might get somebody, they might get an offer saying, look, we want that space, but ideally that unit next to it would be quite like that as well. And they might turn around and go, you know what, we'll give you X amount of rent for that unit here, plus we'll give you X amount double for that guy's paying you for that one. Yeah. And straight away, if your lease is up, if somebody comes in and says you'll get, say, two grand a month instead of one grand a month for a unit, you're going to take the two grand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is it. So there's that risk as well, because it's happened to folk I know that releases and up they thought they could renew it and they've just turned around the landlord's went actually no we've got a better offer in yeah and it's it's especially if the more units might be empty do you know what i mean so the 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 landlords are going to be looking to maximize every coin they can get in the door yep so there's that aspect you just don't know i mean the number of folk that will be scattered about i've got 
a lot of my gym membership quite elderly as well. So how, uh, with the greatest compliment, they are super, super fit. Yeah. But the older you get, none of us know just what what are health, what are health kind of complications are, what are, what are yeah. going to creep in and whatnot. So looking at that, you're thinking, right, I need to make plans for the future just in case the gym unit isn't, isn't an option. Yeah. At which point I'll just go back to, well, basically what I'm doing just now. <laughs> just drinking no. coffee and eating cake. You come to my house. <laughs> Still quite far though, isn't it? It's 18 minutes from the gym. I know, but the gym's like 20 minutes from my house. So that's a long It's not drive. 20. It doesn't take you 20 minutes well, to get to Hampton from Erskine. 15. <laughs> there, thereabouts. Yeah. The thing about it, you can come to my house, we could set up a recording studio for the podcast, <laughs> we could lift weights. I've got my own recording yeah. studio in my own house, mate. I don't need to come to yours for that. But, if you yeah, ever, you if you ever shop, we both just like, I don't know, we can both just join Pure Gym or something. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> It'd be totally worth it just to see you training somewhere like that. Just hey, your judgy, could, judgy face, judging everyone. Could you, <laughs> <laughs> could, could you imagine? Just walking about, tutting and grumbling at folk. I'd actually go, I'd go film Michael Douglas and falling down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be hilarious. Right. Yeah. I, think, I think people in the fitness industry, I think, we need to be, we need to be smart in the sense that we are, we're not a necessity. Mm-hmm. We're a nice, we're a, it's, a, it's just, we're nice to have. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not nice a, to, it's not nice an essential to, part of your it's life. It's nice to have too. a gym to go to. Aye. Yeah. And a lot of people say, like, if you spoke to Emma, she'd be like, no, I need the gym. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure for Ryan's safety, she does need the gym. <laughs> I mean, that's just the steroids talking, though, isn't it? That's just the rage. Aye, that's it, that's it. That's a roid rage, Hitler. I mean, that, that that's bound to happen, but yeah. But I wonder what's going to happen when she hits menopause plus the roid rage. Christ. <laughs> Terrifying thought, isn't it? Aye. Ryan's dead. He's going right, to get right, daily beatdowns. We'll need, we'll, need we we'll need to speak to Ryan and tell him he has to do like a daily Facebook post or something just so we know he's kind of like checking in so we know he's all right. It's like Amber Alert, Amber Alert. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan was marked safe on Monday the 18th August <laughs> DEFCON 2 <laughs> oh I am at um, I love you pal yeah um, uh, so I mean if you think if there's going to be so many folk in industries people, people's locations for jobs are going to change people's job circumstances are going to change so when that happens when people get laid off cinemas Pubs, restaurants, and the fitness industry, and the likes of sometimes even the Sky TV packages get downgraded as well because people get rid of the non-essentials. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's what I think the fitness industry needs to be really, really aware of is the fact that, yep, yeah, we're going to we're going to ride this really cool wave in the next few weeks of everybody getting back to the gym, totally buzzing, loving life. But what next? What's coming after it? When that wave crashes, where are we going to end up? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. But then not everyone's as forward-thinking as you are, Scott. I know. 
I know what I'm going to say. You're a, you're an, a visionary, my friend. Visionary. Hashtag, hashtag Mystic Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> you're all right. Oh, not a day. Uh, move on. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to get back and train. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I talked about it last week. I've, I've got to that point where I, I, I was kind of, I wasn't enjoying not training, but I wasn't not enjoying it, if that makes sense. Um, whereas mm-hmm. now I know it's opening back up and we can get in. I'm kind of getting excited about it again. I'm looking forward Aye, to, to having a proper bar on my back again. And like Aye. just doing some rowing or getting on the puke bike or whatever else. Having said that... I can't remember if I talked about it or not a few weeks ago did I say like I totally fucking wiped out me and Lucy on the bike when we were out cycling one day yeah yeah so like my left knee's always been a bit wonky right there's some like weird bone oh thing. you wiped out as and fell off it oh the two but like fucking clean, cleaned each other out on the bikes man oh you never told me that I don't know no we were cycling <laughs> we went um, we had a big bike ride from Paisley Canal Street down the cycle path all the way to Loch Winnock Kraken's like 10 uh, miles there, 10 miles back, right? It's brilliant, it's dead flat, great cycle though. But on the way back up, um, I don't know, it must have been like sort of six miles from Paisley or whatever, and Lucy was kind of struggling to change into her highest gear. Like, she got a new bike for her, her birthday, so she's not used to mm-hmm. using like gears with her left hand, so she was kind of struggling to change it. So I went alongside her, I was like, listen, you keep pedalling, I'll change it for you, right? Where we're going. So I kind of leaned over and <laughs> grabbed it, I've done it before, it was totally fine, but she just shat it, <laughs> fucking leaned into me. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, do you know that way you can see it happening in slow motion? So right, she right, leaned into She leans into me. Did she lean into you or did you just total her? No, no, she leaned into me, right? Because I was I was twisting her handlebar to change the gear. I was like, you just keep going, I'll twist it and hold you up. But she just kind of she freaked, leaned into me. Her tire started to go, so she was falling into me, right? So I'm thinking, right, if we go and I fall on her, we're fucked. So I kind of just like shoved her away into the grass <laughs> verge. No, because it's all grass alongside. If like if she hits the the concrete, then it's, she's going to know all about it, right? So as she I was going, like needles and broken glass. <laughs> I know, I will. As I was going down, I kind of shoved her bike, so she landed in the grass. But like, so she was all right. She mi- she just missed a massive dog shite right now. <laughs> but she was all right. She kind of she bashed her hands on the way down, but she was fine, right? Um, and she scraped her leg on her pedal. But like, my knees and my hands fucking slammed down on the concrete like hard. <laughs> it was like shredded, like blood everywhere, right? Um, helpfully enough, Fee had decided. That was the one part of the twenty mile cycle she was actually going to put in some effort and was like a mile and a half in front of us at this point. <laughs> so like, oh smashing on the phone, trying to phone her to come back. Um so yeah, right. So my, my left knee, I I've, I don't know, since I was growing up, I've always had this like weird bit in my knee where it just I don't know if that like the bone's not fused properly or something. I don't know. It's always stuck out a wee bit. But when I fell down, I fucking Tight. a little bit there right, hold on. aye that kind of bit there right but it's like super it's always been a bit sticky out here you see like there that bit that's, that's Oshkosh slatters that's just basically for your increased bone density and the kind of bone growth right aye. so that right and it's always been it's always been a bit 
like funky feeling to touch and stuff like a bit sore when I was growing up in it. Um, but like <laughs> absolutely slammed down on it full force. And it's been really sore ever since. Like I, f- I really struggle to like squat properly because it just like totally tenses up. It's really painful. Excuses for next week. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so just to let you know, <laughs> um, no, it was a proper like amazing wipeout though. It was incredible. It's probably just as well Fee wasn't here to see it because she'd be traumatised by it. <laughs> it's bad enough when these things happen to you, but when you see it happen to someone else, you're just like... Whoop. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. It's bad enough for her. I had to watch it and hear that sound. That noise will live with me through the day I die. What do you think? Do you think the sound or the visual was worse? Oh, it was both, mate. Honestly, it was both. Probably the sound, actually. Because, like, if someone just folds you're over with the bar, body, then... should they make that noise? If, so, if you just, like, fold over with the bar, then that's fine. You could probably roll it away or whatever. But the sound of her spine popping and then her screaming at the top of her voice honestly i get like the sweats just thinking about it that's why anytime you post any of that sort of shit to me i just can't watch it still too soon what's that gym fail <laughs> videos are not cool man i love them <gasps> horrendous i anyway so long story short my knees really sore so i don't want to squat <laughs> tough <laughs> I've said that my back has been feeling much better. It was really sore all like all the time, all the time, right? Like getting up in the morning, just moving about, fucking agony constantly. But I started putting the old pillow in between the knees when I'm sleeping. Much better. What have I been saying? Stop being a pussy. Before that. <laughs> I don't know. I've been using a lot a pillow things, and stuff. Man. I've been preaching that for years. I know. I remember you saying that to me ages, ages ago. When my back was sore before. Um, but yeah, no, I've been doing that consistently, and it's like a world of difference. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre that such a simple thing has Is such it the right a side of, what right side of your back, right side. Uh, primarily, yes, but just right the centre. I yeah, usually, but like honestly, for the past sort of two three months, it's been like literally right across the bottom of my back all the time, like twenty four hours a day, but. You sleep on, do you sleep on your left side with your right knee tucked up? I, I kind of sleep both sides, to be honest. I start one way and go the other way. I kind of switch backwards and forwards. But, um, uh, yeah, I usually start on my left-hand side, then switch to my right and just alternate. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Depends if I'm copping or feeling at the time or not. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, the pillow thing is bizarre, man. Sleep on your left if she's game. Sleep on your right if she's getting up back. <laughs> it's got a handful of moan paws at that point. That's <laughs> pretty much story of my life. It's like, <laughs> what were you facing tonight? What, what kind of mood are you in? <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Okay. <laughs> right, right. She just shouts at me all the time because I'm always roasting in bed. I'm always like properly melting. She's like, stop touching me. You're too hot. I can't help it. See, Kirsty's like... You know the Fantastic Four, the guy Flame? The Flame yeah. guy, he'll just, that's Kirsty. That's like me as well. I've got to like judo chop the duvet cover to create a barrier. <laughs> you can just stop the heat from getting to my side. Yeah, no, that's like me, man. I'm absolutely melting all the time. I don't I don't feel it myself, but Fee's just like, seriously. You right. know, like a million See, I feel roasting in bed and Kirsty's like, but I want to cuddle you and get warm. What? <laughs> no, because I can't sleep. <laughs> She's the only person I know 
that I could kiss her and say goodnight, right? I'll turn around and see by the time I hit the light switch, she's snoring. Gone. <laughs> it's it like a unique talent. That's that brilliant. She can go, right. Amazing. <laughs> That's brilliant. Wish I could do that. I do that sometimes, but then all times I'm just like, find myself just, I don't know. I, well, yeah, I find myself visualising T-shots at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. just watching them drift off into the trees and like oh fuck uh, yeah but I the pillow thing really helped my back feels really good now well I mean I think comparatively that kind of almost ties in me next week for the training that people guys don't go hard don't not, <laughs> don't go in with the whole bravado you have been fucking smash it no, no, no. If you're going with that mentality of I'm going to fucking smash it, you're going to be smashed. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to fucking smash it. I'm go going to go in and, nice and, and gently caress the empty bar yes. for a while, maybe do a wee cycle, and then go home and cry. Aye, there'll, be, there'll be no smashing it for quite a few weeks. Right, just first few weeks, take it nice and easy, hit all the, all the main movements. And just take it easy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very sensible. There's gonna be zero things getting smashed. I mean, that, that routine on Monday was just three sets of started as back squats in the first set and then my legs cramped up. I had to move to box squats. <laughs> uh, so one set of back squats and two sets of box squats, barbell shoulder press, three sets of five chin ups, um, some dips, some hyper extensions. And then a 2k row thought, I'm going to squat, I'm going to hinge, I'm going to vertical pull, vertical push. Uh, Boom, done. I mean, I couldn't could do three sets of five chin-ups before we stopped, so. Aye. And I've done that, I mean, I, oh, it was tough going, but I'm kind of like, right, okay. Still got it. Oh, yeah. Nice. And then I woke up, well, uh, well I realised on a Tuesday, or sorry, the Monday night, my legs were tatters. <laughs> but the last two days, like on a Tuesday and today, I've realised that the song Head, Shoulders, Knees and Toes isn't a nursery rhyme, it's post-workout <laughs> feedback. <laughs> the following oh. things hurt. Head, <laughs> shoulders, knees and toes and ass and arms and legs. Eyes <laughs> ah, <is> and ears. <laughs> <laughs> and it is, it's just, oh, oh, my lats, oh, my forearms, oh, my stuff, oh, oh, my sides, yeah. oh, my calves. Aye, it's going to be interesting times. If nothing else, it'll give everyone a good laugh in the podcast for the next few weeks as we go back to full training mode. <laughs> oh, it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely cracking. We're going to post before and after pictures, eh? I know how much you love them. <laughs> we could do it before and after photo, but we need to get a wide angle camera. <laughs> <laughs> get three of us in. <laughs> Telephoto lens. Aye. Oh. I'm it's both equally dreading it and very much looking forward to it. I think I'm, I'm more looking forward to it, but what I'm really looking forward to is Brian. It always comes back to Brian. It does come back to Brian. I mean, regardless... I'm really, really looking of, forward to him being in tatters with his chocolate hamstrings. I mean, it doesn't matter how little I've done, I've still probably done more than Brian although again we said this last week Brian's been out delivering all the time he's climbing up lots Brian's of stairs carrying things he's been smashing the shit out of his house with a sledgehammer doing lots mm-hmm. of thinking Brian he's, he's, I tell you away. man he's going to come back ripped and shredded 
I've seen him the other day there. He, he's not Raptors shredded. Ah, good stuff. <laughs> Is he bigger than he was? His trainer was ripped. That was the only thing that was ripped was his trainer. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> as much as his wife Nicola started rubbing him for the fact that you can see his big toe sticking out any flat rock. I've just run down the DIY in the house, it's fine. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> all that guy, guy's mentality, what? My other four toes are fine, it's all yeah, right. Totally. My foot's not going to come out. Yeah, I've fine. still got a good six months to use out of these. Yeah, man. Doing you better for but, the environment, um, didn't you? I mean, he's been doing all the deliveries. He's been, yeah. like I say, doing all the sledgehammer and heavy lifting at his house and the gardening and the brickwork and stuff. And, I mean, he's not said this, but... You know what delivery guys are like? He's probably been servicing a lot of the older ladies. <laughs> They've been stuck in their house in lockdown. Wow. There's an image. He's been delivering, delivering multi-packs of tenor pants and then he's been going to town on them. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's... Ten, to the, ten to the dozen with the tenor pants. <laughs> that's a horrendous <laughs> picture. Um, yeah, I think he'll be all right. I mean, he's going to moan. He's going to moan oh, a lot. What we need to do, right? We train him on the Monday. We let day two hit him on the Wednesday and I'll play him at Badminton on the Wednesday. <laughs> he's never fallen for that. No. He's not going to play again this year. He's just he's going to click on his 2020 Badminton champ tag. <laughs> He'll play again next January. Oh, hi. <laughs> He's still raging. Nah, no. <laughs> he's just, he's at it. Do you know what I'm looking forward to on Monday? Getting a shot at the Can basketball you? hoop. Yeah. Here we go, my basketball in between sets. I know, I need, oh, I need to find the valve to blow, but the ball's a wee bit soft, but it's all right. Ah, uh, get it sorted, mate. I want to shoot some hoops on Monday. Right. Straight in the reminder pad there, right? Right down. Ball up, ball. Um, up. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, I'm getting excited now, man. Just thinking about it, it's going to be good. Do you know? It's like everything else, I've like you know, absolute, absolute chaos. But I think like and school on Monday. Yeah, it's all right. Monday, Monday school's all right. The PT in there's pretty sound. He's a good guy. Hello, Paul, if you're listening. Um, and then off to the gym. It'll be like being back to normal again. Normal Mondays. You know, even better. What? I thought on Monday I was going to have Richard in at seven in the morning. Right. Going me and he went, no, oh, let's go like that. No, because we're only operating at kind of like 20% capacity in work, so there's not that much to do. So I'll do my bike ride in the morning. I'll just come over and see you about 10. Yes, uh, sir. That would be yeah. nice. Like, yeah. Brilliant. I'm seeing a lot What? And my normal 6 a.m. guy, mm-hmm. John, he changed the adage. He's in a new job now. Has he? And... He can't do the mornings anymore, so I don't need to get up at 5am. Oh, All right. That is a win right there. Do you know, I think that alone saved my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Where's John now? He's working at a new garage um, on his pals in Johnston. Oh, nice one. Cool. So when's he going to be training? It's a little bit of hand. A little bit of handier as well. So he said he's going to try and sort something out and come in at night. Cool. He's always good fun training with. Aye. It's a bit of Told him I've got my... Did I tell you about the time that I'd, I'd nail... Basically, we'd done loads of squats and lunges and his legs were in tatters to the point. <laughs> he said that when he was putting on his gym leggings the next day, 
the, the material rubbing against his skin was sore. <laughs> and he came in the gym and he was me with that, mate. Please tell me why we're doing upper body today. We're doing upper body. And I pretended, I went like that, Ooh, and I went to poke him in the thigh, right? But I wasn't going to do it because I could tell just by the way he was moving, I thought he will go down like a ton of bricks. And he stepped back and he just kind of like shuffled away like, and the fist was clenched. I was like, I will fucking smash your face in. And I'm like, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I can fully imagine him doing it as well. Ah, you know, that total dom's rage that empty touches are so muscle. You know what it's like when your when your chest is sore and somebody can I walk up to you, my finger sticking Aye, out. You say somebody, you mean you? Yeah. <laughs> I know all too he, well what that's like. Thanks. And he, oh, he was, and he was still talking about it to this day, and he's like, "Honestly, if you had touched me, mate, I'd have smashed, I'd have smashed your face until you were unconscious." Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's I would, a, I would have stopped. There's a certain le- level up to which that's funny, but after which. It's just not cool, man. It's just don't yeah. do it. <laughs> I suspect the first two weeks back are going to be after that level, so just don't do yeah. it. Yeah, I just don't do it. We're just kind of <laughs> yeah, just, mutual respect yeah, for each other. Just assume we know we're thinking it, but don't actually do it. <laughs> we'll have a no poking policy for the first two weeks. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a good policy to live by in the gym, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But what was it? I do you remember the girl Abby from Old Gym? Kettlebell Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Remember years and years ago, uh, we done martial arts together. Because I've taken a class and I'd kill her legs. Again, we'd done like, kettlebell training before it. Yeah. And she was running about. And this was like, not in Old Gym, but the gym before that. Yep. And uh, just jogging around. And just when we got to the changing rooms, kind of set, kind of similar setup to the gym we're in now, but with more square. So big square area for marks, running around. Uh, and I just went like that, just back of my hand. My, well, how's your legs today? Tapped on the side of the thigh, and she went down like a ton of bricks. Face first, face right into the changing rooms. Brilliant. McGee did <laughs> something like, similar to me at one point. Yeah, you could afflict a fly, and it wouldn't have damaged a fly. But she went down like a ton of bricks, face first into the changing rooms, <laughs> and everybody just kind of froze and looked. And she kind of picked herself back up with that look of. If there was nobody else here, I'd cry right now. This is an audience. You know that kind of kid that puts on a brave face. Yep. You can see the uh, see the eyes watering and the lip trembling, but they're not giving you the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and I thought I'm going to get a kick in the balls later, but thankfully no. <laughs> now I remember doing a gig with McGee in Clyde Bank Town Hall, and um, <laughs> what was that? It must have been a. a, a was that Kaylee or something we were doing with the wedding band at the time? <laughs> it was brutal, right? It was awful. But it was a, it was like a pound for a double Jack Daniels and Coke at the bar. So <laughs> you can only imagine <laughs> the consequences of this. So we were hammered. Um, and then we were loading out at the end of the night and I was walking down like the length of this sort of big town hall carrying, I don't know, two speakers or something. McGee just walks by in classic McGee style, right? But pissed, so even worse. Just nails me straight in the solar plexus. <laughs> it's just like, like no pretense, no flickering, just like properly drills me right in the stomach. Just like, down I went. Slight <laughs> line, spark out the floor, speakers and decked it. Oh, asshole. Classic Jerry. We need to get Jerry on. When are we going to get Jerry on? We probably should have done it just now while he's got all that time in his hands, but we're back at London. Yeah. 
think he's giving up listening to you. Right, no. Let me text him right now and say, join the Zoom call. I know. It's <laughs> like sticking one. He'll come and go, hey guys. Right, cheers, Jerry. Thanks. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> Oh, that would be absolutely <laughs> worth the pain. <laughs> oh, brilliant. He would, oh, man, he would batter us. Um, I, I don't know. What was I talking about? Oh, I've got cramp in my foot. Uh, oh, yeah. Just a pain next week. I know. I better get used to it. <laughs> yes, it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. And it's going to be stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, we'll need to put up some some pictures of the first sessions back on the, the Facebook page and Instagram page and all that just for everyone's amusement. I don't think people want to see that. I mean, yeah. I mean who's not going to want to see a slow motion video of Brian doing his first squat? <laughs> you mean real time? Real time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to Photoshop it so he gets below parallel though. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting times, man. I'm looking forward to it. Going to say, are you in a different room today? I am. I'm in my bedroom today because oh. I'm, I've been down in the studio for the past few while. But Fee's pals are in the kitchen, so in the bedroom, nice mirrors. All right, now. Hubba hubba. Yeah, I don't know where it's going with that. Yeah, no, they're downstairs. Having lunch and chatting loudly, so I didn't really want to record while they were doing girly chat noises in the next room. We hear the echo in the background of this. <laughs> I don't think they particularly want to hear me talking shit to you about any of this either. So, <laughs> although I need to go down before before we before they leave and tell them to listen to the podcast, so we get an extra few listeners. Bye. Maybe they'll leave reviews and ratings on iTunes. Hmm. Unlike some people. I don't know why I'm staring at my microphone. Nobody can see me. Losers. I know. Games. <laughs> um, oh, what? I get um, Dave text me the other day there with, with an audio clip. Angry Dave. I sent his training plan through. You know, um, crazy Dave. We Dave. We Dave. Hi. Although I don't know if you say we Dave to his face, he'll take it too kindly. He seems to think it's a big deal. <laughs> so I'll forward you the I'll forward the I'll forward you the audio clip later. Right? I'm not sure I Dave. want to hear it to be honest. If it's from Dave. No, it's hilarious. Right. But I thought we should get him on for an interview one week. Oh, Jesus. I think I've only ever really heard him say, like, four things. <laughs> it does, he's always very quiet in the gym. He doesn't really say much. But then anytime he does say anything, right. it's really dark. Aye. <laughs> so, I sent him his training plan through, and usually I finish it with saying, there's your, there's your training plan, you weak-ass bitch. Harsh but fair. Harsh but fair, yeah. It works for his motivation. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> He sent this audio clip through and I'm like, oh man, what's this? And it's like, aye, so, Saturday night, decided to walk down to Tesco's and get a wee carry out, you know, get some more booze. And I'm walking up the road, this group of teenagers think it'd be funny to trip me up. So, one that trips me up, I get up, smash him, put him down like a ton of bricks and then I clothesline these three lassies. And I'm going, what? What? <laughs> And he's talking, <laughs> he's like, I mean, I think they must have been about 13 or 14 year old, but you know, I mean, if they want to go to town on the big dog, the big dog's going to bring his A game. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and you know, I still don't know if he was joking or not. 
I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with that, to be honest. I'll, I'll send it to you and see if you think it's real or not, right? I mean... No, it's Dave. Dave, yeah. Dave, has seen this. Dave has seen this lasting for seven years, just kind of on off. He said they weren't in a relationship, but, you know... <laughs> seven years would suggest having, otherwise. There's having friends with benefits for seven years and there's having friends with benefits. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying he decided to get home steaming one night back to her house and she had, like, a 12-year-old daughter that stayed up in Mary Hill near the canal and Dave thought it would be funny to go in and take the daughter, lift the daughter out of the bed and take her down to the canal and dunk her in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he, he's a unique individual. Wow. I mean, that's quite special. That's pretty dark. <laughs> this guy's in charge of helping build the Type 22 uh, battleship frigates. Honestly? So, yeah. So, he's... <laughs> Monday to Friday, he's, he's designing the defence systems for for the UK, and then at the weekend, he's clotheslining 14-year-old lassies. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we're just... <laughs> I feel like this could all be used in court at one point. I'm not entirely sure we should be talking about this. <laughs> wow, that's, yeah, that's quite special. Remind me to give Dave a wide berth next time I see him. <laughs> Crazy, creepy wee man he is. Uh, right, I'm going to go because I need more coffee and I've got some other work pish that I need to do. So I've got a plan. I've got to... Ew! Got to prepare for the football team tonight. Hopefully it stays dry for it. Nice one. Oh, it's been absolutely shit the past few days. It was lovely Monday night, right? Monday was awesome. Fee and I tried to play golf yesterday morning uh, and <coughs> gave up after two holes. It was just wild. Like, right, it'll be all right. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be reasonably sheltered. No. Um, I, my, my brolly blew inside out and my bag fell over like twice before I even got to the first tee. Hey, <laughs> games are bogey. Yeah, it's like, nah, it's nah, that's that guy's, this is fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this time next week, yeah. we'll have trained twice, probably, so this will be interesting. I should have, eh? Hey? So everyone can listen out for that, which will be fun. So, where can we find you, Scott? We haven't done this spiel for a while. Where are you? Well, as of Monday, you can find me in the gym. Yay! Oh, for those listening, as of... Last Monday. Yeah, no, no, no. As of, as of basically, if you're listening, if we, if we can send this out on Monday. Oh, as yeah, of today, yeah. guys, we're back in the gym. Yay! Yes. <laughs> or if it's social media, you can find me SM Performance Training. Yeah! Or Scott McLaughlin performance training. I don't know. You don't know, do you? That's why you're shit at social media, mate. That's why all these social media types are going to steal all your clients for six months. I don't know. Do you know, it's one thing I need to work on because I've still, after like five years, still only got like 400 followers. <laughs> mate, after Cursed some of your up. rants this week, you've probably lost more than 400 followers. Not rant, factual observations. <laughs> I love factual like everything. It's like, no, you get that kid out. Scott McLaughlin has made a new post. You're like, oh, here we go. What's he People moaning about now? have been sending me messages complimenting me on it, saying I'm providing truth and entertainment. I mean, it is entertaining. It's a yeah. sign that you've got way too much time in your hands just now. It's, it's like I've got too much time in my hands at home and 
the house is pretty much packed up, ready to go. The gym's ready to go. All my coaching's getting taken care of. I'm kind of going, oh, what else have I got to do in my time? So, more about stuff. More about stuff because the PT industry is full of fucking parasites. <laughs> Hashtag down the parasites. <laughs> Sounds like a Slipknot song. <laughs> yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoyed that lamb of the scumbags that play, they're playing on fools, taking their money, they're screwing them over, and they're just. Parasites. I mean, that's not just the fitness industry, mate. That's life in no, general. It's, oh, it's life in general, aye. But I think because I've seen it more so because my my whole social media feed is fitness. And some titties. Um <laughs> Some. <laughs> some. <laughs> okay, you're the biggest tit in my social media. <laughs> well, aye. I think I've just had enough. I'm looking at God. That's so that's so much shit. Did any but of these people comment on it? They're going to jump on the fitness bandwagon and they're going to get roped into it. Yeah. Did any of the people that you're clearly ripping ever actually comment on it? Given, um, it, all, given it, oh, I totally agree, Scott, it's shocking these people and you're actually talking about them. Never commented on it, but I'll talk to you about this off air. Okay, <laughs> right. We will see you all next week. Have a lovely week, everyone. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>